and welcome to this week's edition of the Getting Ahead Podcast by David Mark Shaw, your weekly podcast on all things digital, technology, and what it means to you, the small business owner. We will have super smart guests and actionable insights each and every week to help you get ahead. Hi there and welcome to episode 12 of the Getting Ahead podcast with me, David Shaw. This week is a bit of a mixture between both marketing and technology um, and how, in particular, mobile and how it impacts small businesses today. Um, Mobile has um, ultimately, alongside the... um, the revolution of the internet has absolutely transformed business. And you've probably heard me speak in previous episodes about how um, the disruptive models um, and how the internet has changed the way the buying process has changed in particular. Um, but today, this is more just around the actual mobile device itself. Now, if you think about your mobile phone, um, in many cases, people would rather... Um, lose their wallet than their mobile phone. And I've said that um, a few times, um, particularly when doing public speaking. And it's very true. I mean, as much as uh, losing your wallet is a massive inconvenience, I think it's how dependent we've become on our mobile phone. There's some real habits that have been formed over the last sort of 10, 15 years that mobile phones have been introduced into our lives. Um, We've become very, very much dependent on them. Um, They are the first thing that we do um, the moment our brain becomes idle. So you might be standing in a queue in a supermarket um, and the first thing to do, everybody does, is reach for their mobile phone. Um, even to the point where it's dangerous, where people can't even drive their cars without wanting the uh, the sneaky quick look to see who that text message is from, who that notification is from. Um, and it's this whole thing of what's known as called FOMO, um, which stands for fear of missing out. Um, and that's what's happened. We're now in a connected society, uh, a 24-7, always-on, always-on-demand world, and we expect information and we expect feedback in particular and we expect it instantaneously and if you think about where we've come from in terms of um originally with the postal service you know you might previously have sent a letter to a business um requesting a quotation or a meeting or anything along those lines um and you would have expected to wait two three four maybe even five days before you would reasonably expect to reply um and then obviously telegrams started to come along and this became a little bit more disruptive. But I still think then even with telegrams um, and the invention of the fax machine, we still expected, you know, we gave people two or three days maybe, maybe even uh, 48 hours for something to res- somebody to respond to us. Um, we're now, we're pushing content out there. Um, we're, we're putting our opinions out there and we're expecting feedback instantaneously. Um, how many people have... Uh, can you know honestly put their hands up and say yes they've posted things onto facebook or onto twitter and then within moments you've gone back back into that mobile app just to kind of see what's going on you know how did that you know how did that react amongst your audience amongst your communities amongst your friends and family and we're looking for that feedback and it's these little notifications these little likes um little retweets uh, and favorites that are keeping everybody buzzing. It's what's keeping everybody hooked onto their mobile devices 
businesses and in particular to onto these platforms uh, and we're investing into them you know we're investing our time if you think about you know the invention of the uh, new social network Ello which wasn't the first and certainly won't be the last social media platform to come into our society and trying to claim that it's going to be the new Facebook um it, it, it's not because we've invested into these mobile apps, you know, with the pictures and the, you know, and the amount of information that we've given it. Um, and that's what our mobile phones are doing to us. They're becoming, you know, we're becoming very dependent on them. They're a source of all information. There are calendars, our reminders, our bank cards, passport details, emails, access to the outside world, access to anybody that we care about, anything that we care about. We're all consuming all of this from our mobile phone and it's all within our pocket it's always literally you know hand reach away to get access to this ultimate amount of information and resources um and ultimately to see if the world cares about us um that's that's what people are worried about they make they want to make sure the world still cares about that they exist what they say what they do some people just like to sit there and you know and watch what's going on but everybody you you know you wouldn't have seen a mobile phone on a dinner table maybe 15 years ago. Now, it's almost, and rightly or wrongly, I'm certainly not suggesting it's right, that mobile phones are prevalent at the dinner table <clears throat> in restaurants in your own homes. Um, and, and this is something that, you know, society wasn't necessarily um, ready for, I don't know. Um, and I don't know how it's, you know, how it's going to pan out in the future. Um, personally, in my home, not allowed to have mobile phones at the dinner table. I try and, uh, uh, and restrict them as much as possible. But think about your own dinner table and think about your own bedside stand. Is your mobile phone the last thing you touch before you go to bed at night? Is your mobile phone the first thing you pick up in the morning? For the majority of people, this is yes. Um, and... I worry about relationships, I worry about young people and the ability to communicate when they're learning only to communicate through their mobile phones. And less of less of it is becoming more about picking up the phone and actually talking to people. People may start forgetting that mobile phones actually enable you to talk to another human being. Now, as a technologist, I love technology, I love how it can impact the world, I love how it can bring positive changes to people's lives. Um, but what's this all got to do with your business and particularly small businesses? It's just understanding that the mobile phone is where it's at. You know, the desktop computer is becoming less and less. Laptops and tablets and mobile phones are where it's at. Um, people consuming different amounts of device and doing different activities on the various different devices. But the majority of time is spent with a mobile. And even when they're on a laptop or on the tablet or watching television, people are still consuming content and they're very conscious and aware of what's going on in their mobile phone. So as a small business, and it might not apply to everybody today, but I imagine it's going to apply to more and more people in the future. Where is your mobile strategy? Where is it that you're, you can affect your audience um, in the place where they're spending the most time? And that is their mobile phone. Um, is it that you have a mobile app that just makes it very easy for people to consume your products, your services, your content, your information, whatever it might well be, even your cause? Um, or is it that you enable people to buy through a particular mobile app? Now, mobile app is a very, very difficult and congested market. I'm not suggesting everybody go rushing out and building mobile apps. Maybe it's the right thing to do. But it's just really, this podcast is really just about understanding that the mobile revolution is very much here. 
Um, the rules haven't been defined. Nothing's been set. Um, and we're just working it out. But, but what we do need to acknowledge is people's behavior. Um, people are using their mobiles all day, every day. They're becoming absolutely dependent on them. People are creating habits that are totally geared around their mobile phone, um, I saw some stunning new innovation in mobile apps um, recently, and particularly with the use of gamification while I was at South by Southwest this year. Um, a particular guy has created an amazing app where, um, for people that are runners, I don't do as much as I should, but I enjoy it when I do. Um, funny enough, I listen to podcasts. Um, but he's created um, a mobile app where you can run around your area, uh, and it will track it like it does on some of the other running apps that are out there and plot it. But once you've sort of completed a circle of your area over a couple of miles whatever the distance may be that you cover you claim that area and then it becomes the game on for other people in your neighbourhood who are playing the same game to then start claiming other areas so you start doing different runs into different areas and claiming more and more territory and it's a brilliant use of gamification which is a way of getting people to uh, use a game or game type rules to encourage them to do positive things um, it's often used in workplace apps as well to try and you know people are rewarded for certain things that are done trying to bring a bit of a gamification element to the workplace um, but that's a really good example of uh, particularly people who do like running and do, or would like to start running might find this a bit more of an interesting way of um, of doing their runs using a gamification element. Um, so I haven't necessarily got the answers today for you about how it's going to affect your, your business, but um, I just really wanted you to take the time to maybe think about how does mobile disrupts your industry how does it fit in to your marketing plans um, or your technology plans how does it fit into your business and how is mobile affecting your customers and your prospects more importantly what is it that they're doing on mobiles that maybe you can add value to um, in the process regarding your business now it might be as simple as just literally making sure your mobile your sorry your website is completely mobile optimized it should be a mobile first mentality there are even companies now that if you think of the people like instagram it's a mobile only uh, and this is the future mobile only but certainly mobile first today so if nothing else you must ensure that your website is absolutely mobile optimized which basically means it's it, um, it's the website scales and make sure it's very easy to read and consume information on your website. People don't want to be pinching and zooming and trying to get to tiny little menus. And the moment you do that, the experience becomes broken. You create friction. They no longer want to, to work on that site and they go on to possibly your competitor who has got a mobile optimized website. So talk to your web developer. Talk about having a mobile uh, strategy. Make sure that you do consider what your customers uh, are doing with mobile, where they're going with mobile, and what you can do about it in your business. And um, yeah, anybody that does you know anything fantastic and really finds this useful, I'd love to hear from you. You can always email me at david at davidmarkshaw.com. Um, as always, if you enjoy the podcast, I'd love it if you could subscribe via iTunes or Stitcher Radio, whatever um, service you're using, or if you're just using the website, that's great too. Always leave a comment. It would always be grateful. Speak very soon, guys. Cheers.